Hello everyone and welcome to an episode of 2A Lifestyle. I am sorry this is a couple days late, but I have been having a sinus infection which sucks big balls. It's also kind of nice with this coronavirus out because whenever I'm coughing and shit, people just leave me the fuck alone and they get the hell out of my way. <clears throat> so with that, let's go ahead and start getting out of the house rules. Uh, this is going to be the 2A Lifestyle Podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. That way you do not miss an episode. Also, go ahead and check out our in- uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, uh, we actually have a TikTok account up, but it is uh, nothing on there. Uh, and so go ahead and check out Facebook. We are under two, the number two, a lifestyle on Instagram. We are two spelled out, T W O A lifestyle. And on TikTok, uh, we are two a lifestyle, the number two a lifestyle. Uh, also, we have a Patreon account. And if you like the show, go ahead and give us a dollar a month or whatever you can. That is amazing. It helps us out. And actually, all the stuff that I just bought for us to have a live video podcast and for us to start making our videos. That way we can go ahead and start giving y'all some visual entertainment as well. Uh, I bought all that with fucking Patreon money. And also, uh, if you look at our social media, we obviously, every now and then we post some stuff about stuff for sale that is through our affiliate links. Uh, so everything that you buy through us, when you click our affiliate links, it gives us a little bit of money, a little bit of commission. And all that money that we have gathered so far to this point, I've used for all of that stuff that we just got. So just got some of it in today. I'm hoping next episode when we have our uh, one year anniversary episode. Yes, we've been fucking doing this now for nearly a year. That is when we're going to be going live for our live streaming video uh, podcasting and all that good shit. So go ahead and you know check out our Patreon account. It's 2A Lifestyle uh, Podcast. We have links to all of that on our, Insta- our Instagram and Facebook. And then also we're going to be doing a website where we're going to be doing uh, you know reviews, written reviews, written blogs, about shit that we talk about on the podcast, all that kind of stuff. So all of that support that you guys are giving us, it is going being put straight back into this podcast. Uh, and I want to greatly appreciate everyone that does commit on Patreon every month. It is amazing. Uh, hopefully we're going to be doing some tier systems. So the more you give every month, the more shit you're going to get, all that kind of good stuff. And with this episode, this is kind of, I'm calling it my coronavirus fucking uh, special because how can you not fucking talk about the coronavirus because it is affecting so much, including Including the gun community. So with that, let's go ahead and start getting into our main segment and talk about the crazy and fucking bizarre shit that is going on. Get on into this main segment. This main segment, we're going to be talking a lot about the coronavirus and how it's kind of fucking making everybody going crazy and affecting the gun community. Before we get started on that, I just want to talk about one thing that has happened in the gun community and gun news that is not coronavirus related. And this comes to us from the Firearm Blog, and this was actually posted today, March 19th, that states that Sig Sauer wins a patent infringement case from Steyr Arms. (coughs) Fuck, guys, sorry. This might be happening a lot of coughing in this shit, so if I don't edit it all out, I am. I'm terribly fucking sorry. <coughs> but um, anyway, Star Arms filed a patent infringement lawsuit in 2017 against Sig Sauer, basically stating that their grip and their trigger housing uh, is an infringement on Star Arms, or yeah, an infringement on Star Arms that Sig developed in their 250 and 320 firearms. And a New Hampshire uh, fucking judge just released a statement granting Sig Sauer's motion of summary judgment, finding that Sig Sauer did not infringe on Star's patents and did miss all motions. So good going on six hour because they would have to pay a fuck ton of money since the army and a shit ton of police departments are adopting the 320 and that would have been a fucking good settlement that Star would have gotten from SIG. So good on them, I guess. If uh, you work for SIG, if you work for Star, tough fucking luck. Next, you know, better luck next time. All right. That's our only fucking non-coronavirus story that we're going to be talking about. And let's go ahead and start getting into these fucking crazy ass coronavirus news stories that is going on in the gun community. 
community. If you haven't fucking noticed, guns and ammunition sales are fucking surging around the country. All my buddies that I follow on social media that run gun uh, gun shops around the country, uh, they are stating, I mean, they are selling thousands of dollars every year to first-time gun buyers. Uh, and there's actually a guy in uh, my jiu-jitsu gym who has a very old liberal lady that lives next to him. All, you know, she's all pro-gun control and all this other kind of shit, you know, wants to limit our freedoms. And she actually came over to my buddy at my jiu-jitsu gym and asked him how to properly handle a firearm that she had received. I don't know if she purchased it or if she got it from somebody, whatever it may be. She's got a fucking gun in her house now because of all this coronavirus shit. And I'll tell you this, you know, Alabama was fucking late in the game in getting the coronavirus. We're actually, I think we're like in the fucking like top eight or top four of the uh, March illness brackets. If you've seen that shit, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, but Alabama's pretty late in the game when the coronavirus is, you know, fucking been kicking off all over the country. And this lady is, you know, now got a fucking gun. Uh, this uh, this article actually comes to us before I get going uh, by MLN. It was posted March 17th and the title is Gun and Ammo Sales Surge Over Coronavirus Civil Disorder Concerns. Uh, and this is reported by, uh, you know, goes to quote KTVU News in Vallejo, California. More panic buying has erupted due to the coronavirus in addition to disinfectants and other household goods, guns and survival gear are in demand. That is no fucking shit. Uh, just last Friday, not even a week ago, Alabama confirmed its first coronavirus, uh, you know, case, I guess you would call it. And the fair, I mean, I had a buddy that I work with at the sheriff's office. Uh, he fucking said, you know, hey man, I'm down to like two fucking rolls and all the toilet paper is gone in the town. And we live in a pretty fucking good sized town. You know, we have fucking Walmart, uh, you know, several dollar generals because they're fucking popping up everywhere. Publix, Target, uh, all that kind of shit. And there was not a fucking single roll of toilet paper to be found, which makes no fucking sense since this is a respiratory illness and it doesn't give you like dysentery or some shit like from the Oregon Trail. Uh, so, you know, Dana Mitchell, uh, or Dan Mitchell, I'm sorry, owner of Sporting Systems in Vancouver told Land News via email, 400,000 rounds of ammunition has been sold last week alone. There has been lines around the block. And if you keep up with on social media any, you know that these gun stores are posting pictures and videos of people waiting outside their doors to fucking, you know, get inside as soon as they open to buy guns, to buy ammunition. It's crazy. Uh, the retail store says the sales of guns and ammo has gotten so furious he was forced to post the following missions message on his store's Facebook page. Uh, it's basically stating that he's limiting firearm sales will be limited to two per family um, and ammo sales will also be limited. They say they have a lot of ammunition on hand uh, but will not release more than 1,500 rounds or five boxes to any one family per day. But good thing is saying their prices are remaining the same that they were a month ago and if you haven't noticed I put on social media uh, fucking cheaper than dirt aka cheaper than gold is now selling fucking 223 rounds almost at a dollar a round. A thousand rounds of 223 I think it was Winchester white box is going for just over $900 uh, which you know cheaper than dirt is infamous for fucking uh, you know kind of sticking it to their customers uh, before there is even a fucking shortage they go ahead and start charging out the ass uh, to poor people uh, it is insane what has been going on going on into the next fucking story we have this comes to us from pers personal defense world and this was posted on March 13th uh, and this says Asian Americans are buying guns over coronavirus fuel discrimination now you have been hearing at a lot of the news conferences that the president has been giving that he's calling this the Chinese coronavirus uh, or the Chinese flu whatever you want to fucking call it and of course the liberals are fucking pouncing on this saying this is discriminatory that it's racist and all this other kind of crazy shit uh, but you know you know President Trump actually said himself the only reason he's saying this is because China is pushing out misinformation and China is trying to say that this virus actually occurred here in the United States and that it was brought over to China by the US military so President Trump has stated that he is actually saying it as the Chinese coronavirus because he's trying to kind of set the record straight and all the shit that's going on. Um, and I'm telling you guys, if you haven't fucking listened to Alex Jones, this has been an amazingly, I mean, personally, I listen to Alex Jones just for the pure entertainment value. I mean, you know, a blind squirrel finds uh, acorn every once in a while, a broken clock is right twice a day, that kind of thing. So yeah, Alex Jones does get some shit right. But to me, I listen to him just for pure entertainment purposes. It is so fucking fun. And I mean, he's saying that this is actually a screen, uh, you know, this isn't a big deal, and that the real virus, which he calls Cancer AIDS 2.0, is already being released into the populations of the world, and it's to sterilize people, uh, so the global elites uh, don't have to deal with us, all that kind of crazy shit. It is fucking amazing. Uh, but going on back into the story, uh, Asian Americans buying guns 
over on virus discrimination. This uh, Dennis Lynn told ABC7.com, uh, Lynn owns gun effects in Cloud9 fishing industry uh, in industry California. Uh, but this is, he said, it's become really, really crazy. Just people discriminating. We forget we are all people. We're in America. We're not in China. I think this coronavirus is really a tipping point for everybody. I think they're worried about themselves and their families, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it goes on to say, on one hand, there is a silver lining here. Even though California owns some of the most restrictive gun policies in the country, yes, it does. Fuck off. Uh, you can still own weapons there. Let's just hope no one loses their life while they wait 10 days to receive their first purchase handgun, which is fucking stupid. Uh, and it is going on to say how uh, you, you know, fucking, again, people are buying, you know, fucking toilet paper and Clorox uh, and, you know, antibacterial soap and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, it's just going on to say, you know, not only are fucking people going out and flooding and buying that kind of shit, but they're also buying guns and ammunition. Uh, let's go on to this next story. This next story comes to us from guns.com. This was published March 17th and the title reads, Los Angeles releases inmates as sheriff warns against buying guns. And of course, the Los Angeles County Sheriff, uh, who is a pro-gun control uh, nut job who thinks that only the police and military should have guns, uh, doesn't really like to hand out fucking gun permits, of course, unless you are uh, the uber elite out there in fucking Los Angeles is, you know, well-known fact. You know, it's hard for the average Joe to get a gun permit, but if you're some famous person out there, you're more likely to get it than someone who's not. Or if you are a, uh, you know, security detail guard for somebody that's famous is more likely to get a gun permit out there in Los Angeles. Uh, but the sheriff has cut the number of arrests after he raised the bail amount for booking inmates from 25000 to 50000 which allows more suspects to be released with a citation rather than being taken into custody. This latter move has dropped inmate intake from typically an average of about 300 new inmates at the county jails to around 60. Fucking insane. Uh, he goes on to say that, you know, of course people shouldn't go out and panic buy, all this kind of stuff, and he can go fuck himself because everybody, regardless of a fucking coronavirus or not, you should have a firearm in your home just to protect yourself and to protect your family from those that would rather do you harm or to take your life from you. That is the main purpose of personal defense firearm ownership. And obviously people aren't listening to the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office because this next story comes to us from Gat Daily. It was published on March 11th and it goes on to say that Nick's gun sales climbed for February up 63% just in Virginia alone. This goes on to say for the 10th month in a row now, gun sales data had climbed nationwide as politicians and anti-gun advocates press for more restrictions on legal firearms. In February, 2020's figures are an indicator of what's coming in, in the year has to offer. Farms industry is looking for a booming year. Oh man, this motherfucker, this, this fucking thing doesn't even go in to consider uh, the coronavirus that's going on right now and all the people that are fucking buying weapons. So I'm very, very fucking interested to see what the Knicks checks look like in fucking March. I bet you they are through the motherfucking roof. This next story comes to us from the Washington Examiner. This was published on March 13th, and this states Illinois mayor signs executive order granting power to ban sale of guns and alcohol while addressing coronavirus. Now, this motherfucker can go get fucked off. Mayor Deborah Frankinen, I guess you could say that's what her name is, signed an executive order. Oh, fuck, excuse me, folks. Uh, signed an executive order on Thursday declaring a state of emergency for the city. The state of uh, or the executive order, which is in line with the Miss Code, comes with extraordinary powers from the mayor to enact a short period of time as the city combats the spread of the coronavirus. So, you know, go on to say that uh, she's planning on this could cut off access to individuals, gas, water, electricity. Uh, this could also, you know, give the city the ability to take possession of private property or the temporary closing of all bars and liquor stores. Uh, so she is just fucking losing her mind with power and what this fucking uh, executive order gives. And as of this particular date, which was again, March 13th. So that was, you know, six days ago, there's only 32 fucking confirmed cases of coronavirus in Illinois alone. Fucking Alabama today just announced that they have 77. So, you know, if this fucking liberal mayor gun, you know, fucking gun grabbing mayor is going to go ahead and do this when there's only 32 cases confirmed in the entire state, no telling if there's any in her fucking city alone, uh, no telling what she'll do once you have the larger, more liberal, more radical, more progressive gun control politicians throughout the, you know, the state and the country, actually, you know, fucking Chicago or, or some other places like that, you know, fucking San Francisco just put itself under a three week quarantine, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, in Alabama ourselves, they just announced today that they're closing all bars and restaurants. They are still have availability for curbside and drive through uh, pickup, but they're closing down the, the interior itself. Uh, it's fucking insane what's going on with this crazy shit. People overreacting. I understand people can die from this, uh, but you have to look at uh, the news has come out now. And of course, this is China, you know, at least this part of the news. China has stated uh, that they 
are closing down the overflow hospitals that they built uh, for coronavirus. They said that a 106-year-old woman who was diagnosed with the coronavirus just was released from the hospital. Uh, you have India coming out saying that they found a cocktail of drugs that are proving effective to fight the symptoms of coronavirus to allow people that might not normally make it uh, in regards to having the coronavirus now will make it, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and ending in that, this next fucking uh, news article comes to us from Tactical Life. This was published March 18th, which was yesterday. It says, at this point in time, 1,560 National Guard members are now activated in 22 states. The states declaring emer- uh, you know, declaring emergencies across the country. National Guard members are activated recently to help highly affected areas fight the spread of the coronavirus. And this is, you know, states that you know, New York actually grabbed the early headlines when it set up a quarantine area in New Rochelle, or New Raquel, Rochelle, however the fuck you want to say it. I'm going to say Raquel, New Raquel, New York. Uh, Guard members are continuing to work with state and local officials there. Uh, Mainly their purpose is to distribute food, disinfect public spaces, and helping run mobile screening facilities. Uh, So the people in New Raquel are stating that saying the community is extremely happy that they're out there and that they are actually helping relieve some of the pressure put on the local, uh, you know, first responders and medical health uh, professionals out there, you know, by uh, going out and and helping them in that area. Uh, And it's actually, you know, this person is from a engineer company, SAONS, uh, fucking go engineers there. So just fucking craziness going on. And with that, uh, you know, if you haven't noticed, uh, we were talking and talking and talking about NRAN coming up. That is the national, uh, that's the uh, NRA's annual meeting come that happens every year. Uh, you know, we obviously want the NRA to reform. We are humongous supporters of Save the Second uh, here on the 2A Lifestyle. Save the Second is an organization that wants to reform the NRA to become a more effective gun lobbying and gun rights supporting organizations to include everyone uh, and not just kind of like the boomers. Uh, so, you know, we are humongous, say, you know, Save the Second supporters. But NRA, uh, NRAM has been canceled. Uh, it has been canceled due to the fact of the coronavirus fears and trying to limit the spread of the coronavirus. You know, it was supposed to be held in Nashville uh, and it was supposed to be held April 16th through the 19th, uh, which just sucks, sucks. You know, I mean, of course, you know, of course, NRAM, just like uh, SHOT Show, every time there's a SHOT Show, you know, they got, they call it the SHOT Show flu. Uh, everybody gets sick, some form or fashion, some way of getting sick. Uh, so probably some people would have gotten sick uh, with the coronavirus. And to be honest with you, uh, the way the NRA membership is going now, I guarantee you a lot of those people that would have got sick at NRAM would have been the boomers because that's pretty much what their membership is now. Uh, even though uh, here at the 2A Lifestyle, I was planning on going to NRAM and uh, those at Save a Second, they were planning on going there and hoping to try and reform the NRA uh, to be a better lobbying and gun rights organization because they've really fucking dropped the ball lately. Uh, so going into this, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, how many of y'all out there are fucking going crazy because you can't find any shit paper, you can't find any uh, fucking just regular soap because, you know, soap is more effective, they say, in handling the, uh, you know, washing your hands and if you have some sort of coronavirus on your hands or whatever the fuck, uh, it's more effective at killing it than it would be for antibacterial soap, hand sanitizer soap, uh, and also just, you know, the numerous things that are going on, you know, uh, my fucking uh, area, they're fucking zero ground beef and zero fucking chicken. I don't know why the fuck these people are buying all this shit and also zero fucking bread. Uh, luckily, I buy that shit like five or six loaves at a time and just freeze them. Uh, so, you know, but I'm down to like two loaves. So I was going to go buy some some bread uh, and it's fucking all gone. So uh, this rest episode, you know, we were going to do a prepping episode because to me, prepping and the gun community going hand in hand because uh, if you prep for emergencies, uh, you know, here in Alabama, we do suffer from tornadoes. Uh, we are very ill prepared for winter storms. So if a big snowstorm hits, um, we have hurricanes that come up and do a lot of damage. Uh, so, you know, here where I live personally, we have a lot of stuff that happens uh, that you need to prepare yourself for. And I imagine a lot of people, uh, unless you're a real prepper, probably hasn't fucking prepared yourself for some sort of pandemic. And even though this is the type of pandemic that you really not need to worry about unless you are in the age range uh, where you can, uh, you know, infect somebody that is more susceptible to the symptoms. Or if you have a precursor, can you know, a, what is it, uh, fucking, um, oh, fuck it, like a precursor or a uh, previous condition, like a respiratory illness, all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, that really the symptoms of the coronavirus affects, you know, you probably didn't really prepare for this kind of stuff. So I guarantee you, uh, and I was just listening today about this, that I guarantee you people 
people's uh, fucking mindset, their behavior, their lifestyles, they're going to fucking change after this all blows over. I guarantee you people are going to have more uh, food stocked up, non-perishables, uh, all that kind of stuff. They're probably going to have an extra case of shit paper uh, so that way they don't run out if some shit like this happens again. Uh, honestly, myself, I'm looking at buying a, buying a fucking bidet, uh, which I've always kind of wanted just because, uh, you know, fucking guys, fucking Americans, the American way of wiping your ass is just fucking crazy, I think. Uh, yeah, you fucking wipe until, you know, there's no more shit on the, on the toilet paper, uh, but, you know, you still got like fucking, you know, shit all up in, you know, it's fucking gross. Anyway, so I'm planning on getting myself a bidet uh, for this kind of thing. So we're going to be talking about some articles that talk a little bit about prepping, going to talk about kind of prepping that I've done, prepping things that you can do, uh, and things that you can do if you're in, you know, a quarantined area right now where they want you to stay inside, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. If there's mandatory curfews, uh, if there's, you know, here, they shut down all bars, all that kind of stuff. They shut down fucking beaches, which sucks balls, spring breaks next week, all that kind of stuff. So uh, this first uh, article actually comes to us from Gat Daily, and this was published on March 18th, and its title is The Coronavirus Gun Buyer's Guide. Now, please, if you have somebody that comes up to you, because if you listen to this podcast, you are obviously uh, a gun lover. Uh, you might be considered a gun nut. And I guarantee you, if somebody is wanting to buy a gun because of this coronavirus bullshit, they're probably going to come to you if you are not an antisocial asshole like myself uh, and try to ask you, hey, you know, I want to buy a gun because I'm realizing that my fucking world is more fragile than what it actually is. And I want to be more prepared in case some shit goes down and I need to protect myself or my family. Uh, so please, you know, listen to some of this stuff, uh, talk to them and go out there and be that person uh, that brings somebody into the gun community. Because I guarantee you, like my friend at the jiu-jitsu gym, who's a liberal ass neighbor, uh, just now got a gun for the first time. I guarantee you that lady is going to change her mind in some form or fashion. It might just be an inch of what she used to believe, but she's going to change her mind some way about gun control because she made that step to get a gun herself. Uh, so, you know, the first thing is you want to welcome these people uh, and you want to, you know, if you can take them to the fucking uh, range, if you can, a lot of people are buying AR-15s. And of course, because of the fucking Obama scares that we had eight years ago, uh, there are plenty of AR-15 manufacturers out there and they are making cheap ass fucking rifles. Uh, and you actually even have some good companies. Like for example, I've seen a uh, Ruger AR-15s selling for like $5.99. Um, and Ruger is a pretty decent brand. Um, if something breaks on it, they are more likely to stand behind it. Uh, so that's something that, you know, you, you can recommend to them. Uh, you can also uh, talk to them about Air Precision. Air Precision is a great fucking company that sells budget rifles. Uh, they can have the uh, ACF AC-15 uh, can be had for as little as $500. And then not only that, you know, of course, fucking the, they're talking about sending out a stimulus check for $1,000. I guarantee you there's going to be plenty of fucking people out there going to buy guns and ammo with this shit. So, you know, if you haven't had any, you know, if you don't have enough ammo on stock, uh, you probably are need to go buy some before the stimulus checks get sent out because once that shit happens, uh, that shit is gonna be dried up than fucking, you know, drier than fucking Betty White's pussy right now. So fucking, you know, go do that shit. If, you know, 500 bucks is too much for them, you know, they might say, hey, I need a cheap gun, you know, but you also still wanna give them a firearm that is good for uh, self-defense purposes. Uh, also, so, you know, something obviously semi-automatic, something that ammo is pretty um, readily available, pretty common. Uh, something else that you can recommend is an SKS. You know, SKSs definitely have gone up in price. Uh, definitely going to sound like a fucking boomer right now, but, you know, I started in guns at a very, very fucking young age, and I remember going to gun shows when I was like 9 or 10 and seeing SKSs for like 100, 150 bucks, you know. Uh, but, you know, SKSs, at least locally here in my area, you can still get them for around anywhere between 250 to about $400, um, just depending on, you know, if they've been bubbed up, you know, adding a Tapco stack to them or Tapco stock to them uh, or all the other kind of shit. And actually, you can buy, uh, you know, I've seen cheap SKSs. I think it was on, I think it's called Classic Firearms. I, you know, get their uh, fucking emails uh, with their promotionals. Uh, they have them for, you know, around 300 bucks, you know, 350 You know, and that's something else is they have surplus ones. So they have different, you know, grades and conditions. So you can get yourself, you know, beat up one with a beat up wood stock or something like that. Uh, obviously, for people that have never shot before and they don't, you know, aren't very well at handling uh, larger caliber rifles like an SKS, you know, it's kind of heavy, uh, AR-15, kind of scary, whatever the fuck it may be, or maybe too expensive. Uh, something else that you can 
recommend to them uh, if they're new to firearms. Uh, maybe you recommend them a Ruger PC carbine. Uh, you know, those things are popular. Uh, they are coming out with many different variations to add accessories like lights. Uh, you know, since they have an M-Lock rail on them, uh, it, you know, Ruger has been killing it with this PC carbine and it's a nine millimeter. So it is a good enough round to where they have uh, new, uh, new bullets out there, new ammunition uh, in hollow points that are great at stopping threats. Um, and, uh, you know, chambered in nine millimeter, you can get the, uh, you know, the magazines are uh, very easy to get. So recommend something like a Ruger PC carbine. Uh, and then obviously some people are going to say, you know, what about handguns or shotguns? Uh, you know, shotguns, you can, you know, easily get those Maverick 88s uh, for like a fucking hundred, two hundred dollars. Uh, but then again, the ammo gets pretty expensive on that, especially when you start buying good quality, uh, you know, defense ammo, whether it be buckshot or slug, uh, and then handguns, you know, of course people can get, um, you know, Glocks, brand new Glocks for around five or $600, but you know, fucking, uh, law enforcement trade-ins and 40 caliber, they are amazing right now. I see them all the time being sold for less than $300. Uh, and then also you can also, uh, look at other brands like, uh, the Ruger security series. Uh, you can look at, um, you know, the Smith and Wesson shield series, uh, old Smith and Wesson M and P's, not the 2.0s. I see a lot of those, uh, for, you know, really cheap, you know, just over $300, uh, all that kind of stuff. And you obviously can recommend different calibers, let them know and say, Hey, uh, 90 millimeter is, you know, it's still out right now, but no telling how much longer it'll be on the you know, store shelves. Uh, that's one reason why I'm glad I kept my old law enforcement Glock 22, uh, because 40 is still pretty out there because not a whole lot of people are buying 40, uh, firearms anymore. Uh, and of course, you know, don't recommend them if they're going to get a shotgun, don't fucking recommend them to get, uh, a fucking, you know, 410 or some fucking weird 16 gauge or some other shit like that. Uh, you know, tell them, you know, get a 12 gauge, it's the most common, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then of course, you know, when you are talking to them, especially if they get, uh, you know, like a handgun, you know, tell them, Hey, just don't get the fucking FMJ. And that's what you plan on like shooting people. If you know, they're coming to take your life uh, or your family's life, you know, get good quality self-defense hollow tip, uh, hollow point ammunition. Uh, you know, that's what you need to do and recommend them and set them up for success. Um, and also recommend them to go to the range, uh, if they can, uh, or dry fire practice. Uh, you know, there's plenty of things that you can have them do to, uh, fucking, you know, you know, just be better. Fucking don't just have a gun and then keep it there, but just at least go once a month, spend fucking $40 to get $40 worth of ammunition. You know, you get uh fucking God, you could probably get like 200 rounds of some cheap steel case shit uh, for $40 and go once a month and just, you know, do dot drills or fucking whatever, you know, just something fucking do something. Next story we're going to be talking about actually comes to us from Gat Daily. And this is something that I'm going to give to y'all on what you can do while you're under quarantine. And this is something I mentioned earlier. Dry fire practice. Fucking, you know, I have a Mantis X and I love that fucking thing. Uh, you know, Mantis X, if you, any of you guys work for Mantis X, fucking love your products. I'm actually, uh, since I've been using it so much lately, I'm actually looking at getting your, uh, fucking new one. I can't remember what it's looked at. Uh, like MSRP was like 250 bucks. Um, and also Mantis X, congrats to you guys for doing some cool shit. If you haven't, go check out their social media. Uh, they have a quarantine match set up. Uh, so, you know, if you have a Mantis X, you shoot their, uh, bench drill and post the score that you get. If it's over a certain amount, uh, they're going to, you know, have you, uh, get an option to get some new Mantis X thing that they're releasing. So cool on y'all, Mantis X. Uh, another thing that you can do is clean your guns. Of course, uh, clean your guns because, you know, dust gets in there, lint, especially if you have an EDC gun, uh, a lot of lint gets in there. Uh, clean your guns if you're just sitting home, not doing anything. Practice reloads. Uh, you know, if you have any dummy rounds, you know, that's something you can do. Or uh, if you don't have dummy rounds, fucking, uh, you know, just do a dry fire and uh, practice your reloads. If you have the stuff laying around, like I got like four AR-15 lowers, three um, lower parts kits, uh, three uppers, stripped uppers, three stripped upper parts kits, um, and I have some other shit lying around. Fucking build you an AR-15 or nowadays poly 80s. Uh, you know, that's all the kind of stuff. Uh, or, you know, order you some shit and build an AR-15. Uh, fucking good luck though, because uh, goddamn Amazon motherfuckers uh, ordered the new shit for this podcast to do live video cast. And I'm an Amazon Prime member, member and I have been since I've been an undergrad because uh, the fucking books were way cheaper online at Amazon than they were at the college 
college bookstore um, and uh, fucking Amazon, even though it says Prime, uh, and this fucking crazy, I ordered something that wasn't Prime and it was supposed to come in next week, the 23rd through the 26th, and it arrived today. I bought this shit Monday or Tuesday, I think, and uh, it came in today. The stuff I ordered that was actually Amazon Prime, it's not coming in until Saturday. Uh, so I don't know why the fuck I pay them. Like, was it like $130 a year nowadays? Um, I pay annually, not monthly. Uh, so, I mean, I don't understand why I'm paying them all that fucking money if I can't get my Amazon Prime stuff that is actually Prime in. You know, they're saying that it's because of the coronavirus, but no, I've caught them doing this shit before. Uh, and if you complain uh, and, you know, talk to like the little customer service thing on your app, on your phone, talk to somebody, uh, I at least get like $10 credit for Amazon every time, or I'll get like a month of uh, Amazon Prime for free. So y'all fucking, if you buy shit from Amazon, pay attention to that. Um, something else you can do, ammo inventory. This is something that's very important, especially with the ammo shortage. Um, if you have a chance, fucking inventory your ammo and see how much you have. Uh, you know, fucking set a, uh, um, in your mind, uh, all right, you know, I have, uh, an, my EDC is a nine millimeter and I also have two or three other nine millimeter guns, including like an AR, uh, pistol caliber carbine that's a nine millimeter. Um, I only have a thousand rounds. Um, if I couldn't get ammunition for two or three months or longer, um, is that enough ammunition for me to stay proficient in my, you know, trade and, you know, shooting and also to, uh, you know, defend myself, defend my family. Uh, you know, a lot of people, all they have, the only uh, hollow point ammunition they have is what they carry inside their fucking magazine for their EDC. Uh, you, you know, if I was you, I'd probably have an extra two or three, four, maybe five boxes of hollow point ammunition. So that way you can have that kind of uh, stopping power uh, in case you need that. You, know, you never know what you're going to fucking need. You know, strange times we're living in. Something else you can do is reload your own ammo. If you have ammunition, uh, if you have a, uh, you know, a reloading press, you know, fucking reload. I keep like fucking, I have, it's literally just a dresser. I have a dresser uh, of drawer full of each caliber. So I have like a dresser drawer full of 223. I have a dresser drawer full of nine millimeter. Dresser drawer full of 40 and like a dresser drawer like halfway full of 45 on one side, 308 on the other side. Uh, and I just keep that on me. So that way if I ever fucking get bored, you know, uh, every time I make trips to the range, uh, pick up my brass, I'll go ahead and prick up, uh, you know, some other people's brass. If I spend like 10 minutes picking up my own brass, then I'll fucking like spend maybe like another 10 minutes picking up other brass that's left on the range. Uh, yes, I'm a fucking brass rap. Suck my dick. Uh, so, you know, that's what I have going on with that. You can uh, do all that kind of stuff. Check your batteries. Go through your weapons lights, your flashlights. You have nods if you're, you know, not a poor. You know, check your batteries. Also, check your stored batteries. See if they're good. See if they've been leaking because if one of those motherfuckers leaks, it's going to ruin the rest of them. Uh, if you are a hunter, uh, which, and that's a skill that I think is probably going to be coming back after this because uh, meat is short and shit like that. Um, practice game calling. Turkey season is here, you know? Um, so practice your game calling. Uh, if you are a deer hunter, elk hunter, whatever the fuck you do, practice your game calling with whatever you got. Uh, clean and organize your hunting clothes. That's something else uh, that I need to fucking do. I just have like a fucking laundry basket full of my hunting clothes that I keep. Uh, and, you know, I have like a little fucking stowaway box full of like fucking scents and scent killers and with my calls and all that kind of stuff I keep. And it has happened before where like a fucking bottle will bust because it gets so motherfucking hot in Alabama. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, plant a garden, you know. It's that time that you can plant gardens. I planted mine um, just this past week, actually. Uh, and that's something I personally I love to do. It's kind of like my zen garden, but I get to fucking eat fresh vegetables. It's badass as shit that I can go out into my garden, pick my own banana peppers, chop them up and put them with my eggs in the morning. Uh, plant a garden. Learn to camp. You know, that's something that I do of, uh, you know, make my own bread and butter pickles because those are my fucking favorite kind of pickles to put on a sandwich. Uh, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, and check out dates in your stash. Uh, check outdated food. Uh, check outdated um, uh, fucking, you know, whatever it may be. Just fucking go around. Check your check your ammo. Check your guns. Check your range gear. You can clean your range gear. Organize your range gear. Um, hunting stuff. Whatever it may be. Uh, there's lots of shit that you can do while you are quarantined. Uh, this next is about a sheltering in place, which is what a lot of you guys are doing out there that you listen throughout the country. And I know, uh, Calif you know, I checked California is by far our biggest audience uh, to this podcast. So I know California is being fucking hammered right now by the coronavirus. So this is, you know, for you guys out there, this is what, you know, this is what you're going through. And for a lot of us, um, you know, this might be, you know, coming up. Uh, so, you know, what is sheltering in place? Uh, stuff, you know, only things that are allowed for you to go outside uh, is medical visits uh, or going to the pharmacy, uh, getting supplies such as groceries and household goods uh, or obtaining services such as appliance repair or refilling propane tanks. Um, 
you know, things that they don't want you to do, even though you kind of can, is uh, taking part in solitary outdoor activities such as walking, hiking, um, or taking care of family members if you if they're in another household. Uh, so there's lots of things that you can do. And next thing we're going to be talking about is ammo storage. Uh, this article comes to us from Ballistic, and it was published on March 13th, uh, and the title is Ammo Storage, Why Long-Term Storage is Critical for Crisis Preparedness, which is very true. Um, you know, something that you need to do is, uh, you know, there's already things that you can buy called, you know, things like called can, uh, can munition, and this is produced by Globe Ordnance, and it actually looks like a fucking six-pack of beer. Uh, it is an actual soda can, uh, and they're, for example, like uh, the 9 millimeter. each can holds 90 rounds, um, and a uh, 223, each can holds uh, 40 rounds. But even though it's kind of cool, it's a cool conversation piece, that is like a great way to store your ammunition as long as it's kept in temperature control uh, to make sure that your ammunition doesn't get wet, make sure humidity doesn't bother it, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, another option is um, MTM's case guard. Uh, MTM makes a lockable heavy-duty poly... poly prof- fucking, I can't say the word at the moment right now, um, but a, a case in a wide variety of sires, uh, sizes. Uh, they all have O-ring seals that are tightly held in the channels, uh, and the seal uh, stays in place. They have hinges, uh, so, you know, you're supposed to still keep them indoors. You're supposed to keep them also directly out of sunlight and humidity controlled rooms that are below 85 degrees Fahrenheit uh, because that does wear on the seals. Uh, of course, there's the old-fashioned GI ammo cans. Uh, one thing, though, you want to make sure is when you buy those GI ammo cans, especially if you buy them surplus, you know, uh, Walmart and Academy and Bass Pro, they sell ammo cans that are actually uh, brand fucking new. Uh, so those have, still have good seals. But if you buy them surplus, you want to make sure they have good seals. Or if not, you need to get you know some little rubber and do the seals yourself. Uh, and something else that you can do also uh, is fucking put them in a uh, like a uh, screw on. Um, I don't know what you'd fucking call them. Um, but it almost looks like a little trash can, but it, the top screws on. And again, it's got a seal on it. Uh, something that you can do uh, is put like a little bit uh, like a dehumidifier in there. Uh, another thing that's great for doing that kind of stuff is this little hand warmer sucks the air out of there. Be careful because those hand warmers will suck the air out of there so damn much that it can actually collapse those plastic things. I've seen YouTube videos of that shit being done. Um, so that's something if you, uh, after this, you're going to purchase, I'm sure a lot of people are going to fucking purchase a lot of ammunition and keep it on hand. Uh, I have a, you know, a fucking whole wall dedicated in my gun room. Uh, it's just stacks of fucking ammo cans and reloading parts. Uh, so an entire fucking wall. So it's something that I kind of realized after the Sandy Hook crisis that we had, uh, that's something that we need to do, uh, or I do need to do personally. Next article is going to come to us from Pew Pew Tactical, and this is actually for us because, you know, hey, you're sitting at home. Some of you might still be collecting a check. Uh, you might be wanting to, you know, spend that stimulus money. You're going to get that $1,000. Um, fucking five best places to buy ammo. This was published March 18th. So, you know, obviously, when you're buying ammo online, you want to make sure that you purchase from, you know, a, a reputable buyer because a lot of these, you know, smaller companies that aren't reputable buyers, uh, they have, uh, you know, it'll say, you know, ammo in stock, uh, but it's not actually in stock because there's so much of a buying, you know, frenzy going on right now. Um, so you might send them your money and, you know, they won't have the ammo. You'll never get it. Uh, they might, you know, catch it and send them the money back to you, or you might, obviously, hopefully you're going to catch it, uh, and you might ask for your money back and, you know, good luck trying to get a hold of somebody because you might be dealing with, uh, you know, Mr. Wuhan and he's just, you know, held up in the hospital cause he's got coronavirus. So the fucking first, um, place we're going to talk about on this article is Palmetto State Armory. And we actually have an affiliate link with them. So if you go to our Facebook or Instagram page, you will see that we have posted um, posted one just today, actually, of some 9mm bulk ammunition that they have. <clears throat> and uh, so if you want to go purchase some ammunition from Palmetto State Armory, there you go. That's an option. Another great one is Lucky Gunner. Uh, Lucky Gunner uh, is a big one out there. Uh, I'm a little sideways toward Lucky Gunner because they stole one of my memes and fucking basically redid it. They said they just pulled it off of Reddit, but it was the exact same fucking meme that I did uh, back in like August. But uh, another one is Brownells. Fucking love Brownells. You know, Pete Brownell is an amazing human being. He is so great for the gun community. I love everything about Brownells. Um, so yeah, fucking go buy from Brownells if they have it in stock. Another one is Cabela's or Bass Pro. You know, that's something else. Uh, you know, very reputable, well-known company. Uh, you know, they will keep their stock up to date. And if something is sold out by the time you purchase it, it will refund your money, all that kind of good shit. 
shit. Uh, and the last one on this article is Sportsman's Guide. Um, now this is interesting because earlier, I think it was earlier this week, I posted a link to some cheap nine millimeter that they still had in stock on my uh, social media. Now a lot of people give shit about Sportsman's Guide. Um, I personally have not had any problems with Sportsman Guide. Um, you know, they're a lot like the Harbor Freight of uh, the sporting goods world. Um, and I've bought some shit from them. Uh, a lot of people said that they've had problems with getting their stuff. Um, I mean, like I said, personally, I haven't had it. I have also known a couple of my good friends that purchase shit from Sportsman's Guide. Uh, they've not had any problems with getting their shit. So, uh, but again, it's a, a big company. It is a reputable or a well-known company, I will say, because obviously it is not reputable to some, um, but it's a big company and uh, you will fucking get your shit and get your money uh, if you don't get your shit kind of deal. Other suggestions, uh, Natchez Shooters, uh, that is an affiliate link of ours. Uh, oh, by the way, Sportsman Guide, we have an affiliate link with them. So if you go into our uh, social media uh, and click on uh, the ammo, uh, it'll go to the website and anything you purchase from them, even if it's not the ammo, uh, it will get credit to us. Uh, Kentucky Gun Company, Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, Rainier Arms, um, you know, a lot of these folks that we have, um, you know, affiliate links with. Also, uh, you know, ammo brands, uh, PMC, Federal American Eagle, Blazer, Tula, others, you know, a lot of people fucking snub their nose at steel case, but motherfuckers are going to get rid of their prejudices real fucking quick um, once shit starts going out. Uh, and this last thing that, you know, I put on here that we we're going to talk about, uh, I think I'm going to hold off because it is a humongous, humongous fucking article. It is a great article though. Uh, and this is published by Pew Pew Tactical and is basically states prepper, prepping 101 for beginners, the ultimate guide. And it is a very extensive guide. Um, it's great for anybody that's kind of waking up. Maybe you're a gun guy, uh, got into guns recently. And this, you know, like I said, this is going to fucking change people's lifestyle, at least for the time being for a while after this blows over. So, uh, this is, you know, something that I think people need to get into. So that way they're not so reliant on, you know, the government or Walmart or wherever the fuck it may be. Uh, this is something that people need to do. Uh, so I'm actually going to post this link on my social media. So, uh, you know, go check this article out as an amazing, amazing article. Even if you are, you know, kind of done prepping, say, Hey, like, you know, I got, uh, you know, like a week's worth of food or something like that. Um, this is extensive and just kind of give you, you know, the table of contents goes into why you should prep sheltering in place versus bugging out how to prep your home. And in case, uh, you know, how to prep in your home, even if it's an apartment, food storage, water filtration and storage, power and light, cooking supplies, gas masks and respirators, pandemics, medical supplies and care, clothing, toiletries, vehicles, pets, self-defense of weapons, prep your library, and a conclusion. It's a good article. Definitely recommend it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of still in the middle of restoring an old Jeep Wrangler I had. Uh, I'm pretty much fucking done restoring it, but I was fucking driving around uh, the other day in it, uh, and it just kind of fucking stopped. Basically, as soon as I pull it into my driveway, driveway and it's something electrical not getting any spark on it uh so i was kind of gonna talk about like a bug out vehicle and everything too once i did this prepping episode and honestly now i'm thinking about it, we'll probably do uh, another episode on prepping and get a little bit more extensive into it uh because i think this is a great topic it's something i think everybody should be involved in should be doing uh even if it's just having two weeks worth of supplies you know medication uh that you have like say if you're a diabetic or if you're on dialysis or all that kind of good shit uh something everybody needs to do um so we'll probably do another episode into this but you you know, with the coronavirus hitting, it just kind of brought it to the forefront before I could really fully prepare an episode because I was going to go extensively uh, into this kind of th stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, and the last article we have in this main segment is don't panic. NFA applications are still being pro uh, processed during Corona Coronapocalypse. Uh, and this comes to us from the firearms blog and this was posted today. Uh, and basically, you know, it's kind of a lot of people that are out there are in uh, NFA jail, have, you know, fucking items in NFA jail, you're probably still wondering like, man, I bet you this shit is going to ruin uh, my fucking tax stamp coming in. But uh, the ATF has stated that the NFA division is operating as normal uh, at this time. West Virginia, where the F uh, the NFA division is located, has no confirmed cases of coronavirus. Whoopty fucking do because they won the March illness. Uh, and the NFA division is assessing the current remote work operations. Uh, they are identifying which staff, examiners, and contractors will be able to work remote if necessary and are taking the necessary steps to ensure that the transition to remote processing would be as seamless as possible. So even if they decide that they're not going to work in the office, the ATF is looking at having NFA division work from home. So that is great news for everybody that has shit in ATF NFA jail. And with that, that's going to wrap up our main segment. Let's start getting into the gear news and reviews and getting to our culture segment. Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! 
right, let's start getting into our gun gear news and reviews. We got some news and reviews here for you today. The first thing we're going to be talking about comes to us from the firearms blog, but Nuger, the new Ruger American Competition Pistol. It seems like everybody's coming out with their own version of the Competition Pistol, but the Ruger series, uh, the Americans and the security, they've, I mean, Ruger's been fucking killing it, y'all. I've been saying this before. I'm going to say it again. Ruger is fucking killing it, um, but Ruger has come out with a new Competition Pistol, and basically, uh, this is, it, to me, it looks almost like a mixture between the M&P Pro series and the uh, Walther competition series, uh, but it is, comes in nine millimeter. Barrel length is five inches. Uh, it has optic reto sights, and this is something I like because I'm not a humongous fan of when uh, you know companies do this to their rifles. Uh, it's optic ready, and it is optic ready to where that if you use an optic, it doesn't automatically the plate you know doesn't take off the rear sight which is nice. Uh, it has a ported slide, a ported barrel. Um, looks like it has, it looks like it almost has, like it might have uh, like a fucking weird half of a magwell, like the rear side of the, the grip um, has maybe some sort of magwell kind of deal. Um, and it is an ergonomic wraparound grip module. Uh, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, doesn't give an MSRP on it, which, you know, that kind of, oh, I'm sorry, it does. Uh, MSRP is 579, which is cheaper than like fucking everybody else's competition lines. Uh, uh, it's about right there, I think, with Walther's, um, the M&P Pro Series, uh, a little bit more expensive than that. And then, of course, when you start looking into the Glocks, uh, you start looking for like around six, $700 MSRP. You can probably find this thing less than $500 once it starts hitting the shelves. FN comes out with a new slim pistol. Uh, I tell you, fucking everybody is, I mean, you know, SIG has, you know, fucking broke the market uh, with new slim compact pistols. And FN is now getting into the game. FN has released the five or the FN 503. Um, and it is, you know, fucking slimline pistol. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it, uh, it's, you know, without with only the pinky extension, it's a six-round magazine with a grip sleeve extender. It is an eight-round magazine. Uh, and, of course, because it is FN, uh, it is like $550. Uh, and this is something else. Damn, the trigger pull between five to seven pounds. That seems like, you know, that's a pretty, you know, especially once it starts getting around that seven pounds mark. That's kind of starting getting towards a fucking heavy trigger. Um, I bet it's a lot like fucking, um, what is it, the Keltec, uh, piece, you know, P11. PF9, that kind of stuff, had a long ass trigger pull, but it's super slim. It's supposed to be super slim. So, um, you know, it's good for, uh, you know, shorts, beat shorts, that kind of stuff. And then going on to another new pocket pistol, uh, the CZ has released the CZ P10 Micro. Now, I'm not a CZ fanboy. I know they have a big following just like HKs uh, and just like Glocks, um, but I am actually looking at myself getting a CZ pistol. I've been looking at some of the P10Cs, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, they've come out with their own version. Uh, uh, the magazine capacity is going to be at seven, so you're just like one round. You know, it's around kind of like the shield market right there. Um, it doesn't look like it's got a whole lot of fucking play in the trigger, to be honest with you, too. Uh, it is drop safety. It's got a trigger safety. Uh, and man, you know, this fucking picture right here that I'm seeing, you got like hardly any travel with between the fucking trigger, uh, you know, to pull back. So I wonder, hell, I wonder if they went the opposite route on this. I wonder what the trigger pull weight on this is. It doesn't say it anywhere on this article that I'm reading. So, um, and I do not see. Going, going down, uh, doesn't give an MSRP on it. Um, so, but it's you know it's not out there because ZZ. I'm ass. I'm, I'm gonna guess it's probably around uh, the 500, the 550 MSRP range. Uh, and you know you're probably gonna find it for around that much at gun stores too because there's not a whole lot of price discrepancy between MSRP and gun store prices when it comes to CZs that I've seen anyway. Going into the gun or to the uh, gear review, uh, I actually got some new uniforms at work that I've been wearing now for close to a month, and I've went you know a little bit different on this route on what I've done. Uh, I got some new boots, got some new pants, got some new shirts. And actually the pants I've tried before and this is why I went with these pants. Um, you know, normally you see a lot of cops wearing like 5'11s but I went with True Spec and it's the men's original tactical pants. And the reason I went with these pants is because one reason why I like it, these are good range pants, um, is it's got the thick belt uh, loops on there. Uh, so and it's all the way around and I like that because, uh, you know, especially if you, you know, I got like a no fucking ass whatsoever. Don't do the squats like I should. Uh, so a lot of times, especially when I'm, you know, wearing a lot of shit in my pockets, my pants can drag down and on like regular pants, uh, it fucking kind of, you know, the belt kind of pulls up on those belt loops. Um, you know, I see it a lot, a lot of fucking trashy girls that wear those skinny ass fucking, uh, fucking pants. And you know, it looks like the belts are trying to fucking escape. Uh, it's fucking crazy. It's, you know, I don't like that look. Um, but it's also got a lot of nice pocket dividers inside the cargo pockets. It's got like a little pocket on the outside of the cargo pocket. I like to put flash 
drives and stuff. It's got a little pin pocket uh, right behind the front pockets, like where you put your hands and shit. Um, Goddamn, I'm sorry. A fucking fly is in this fucking room and it's flying across my screen and is uh, fucking bothering the shit out of me right now. I'm about to Mr. Miyagi this shit. But anyway, and the boots I got are the 511 Cable Hacker Tactical Boots. Now, I actually did a review on some 511 boots that I got um, early last year, actually, I think is what it is. And something about me is I got big motherfucking feet. I wear a size 15 shoe. So it's very, I'm kind of limited on what I can fucking wear when it comes to boots. Uh, but these go all the way up to 15, luckily for me. And I'm a huge 511, you know, guy when it comes to footwear. But I gotta say, when I first got these boots, and these are six inches, you know, I'm not a fan of the eight inches. Um, I like to stay at six inch when it comes to my boots. Um, I'm not a huge fan because, man, it was stiff as fuck for like the first couple days uh, when I was wearing these. And, and I mean, actually it hurt my fucking Achilles tendon because it was so damn stiff on there. Um, but you know, after like two or three days, it really loosened up and uh, something about Alabama, it gets hot as fuck. Uh, I've had some Merrill boots and I love those Merrill boots because they're comfortable as shit. But man, oh fuck almighty, they are hot as shit and my feet are sweating uh, by the end of the day. But these boots actually come in two different colors. You can get them in dark coyote or you can get them in regular coyote. The coyote, the regular coyote almost looks like the uh, old army tan boots that you have. And then of course the dark coyote he looks like the army issued boots nowadays uh, with the dark brown leather. And another reason why I like these boots and the reason why I got them is it's got like a leather guard wrapped around the toe. Uh, always with my boots, the first thing that goes, uh, you start having the uh, fucking front of the sole around the toes start to come undone. Uh, and normally when I get these boots that have the leather wrapped around the toe, um, you know, it mitigates this effect. And it's also good because, uh, you know, it's suede leather, uh, so you don't have to worry so much about, you know, the fucking leather getting scuffed up. But, you know, that hard hardened, almost like rubber plastic around the toe. Uh, it helps it from getting scuffed up. It's something that I like a lot. Uh, and I, I do like a lot. I like these boots a lot. You know, they, they're great. Uh, you know, I wear them, you know, when I get home, especially now that daylight savings time is in, you know, as soon as I get home, I like to do a couple things in the yard. So that way, whenever I have my weekend come up, I don't like to be bombarded with a buck ton of lawn work. So I do one or two things when I come home from work. And a lot of times, uh, I'll, you know, keep my shit on that I keep on from work. Uh, so my shirt, my pants, my boots, and I'll do whatever the fuck I need to do in the yard. And the last thing that I'm going to review is the Under Armour Men's UA Tac Hunter Short Sleeve. Now I got these uh, shirts because again, it's hot as fuck in Alabama. It's that super thin kind of um, dry fit material. Uh, they're almost like, uh, what is it? Like I think it's Columbia's PF, uh, what is it? Professional Fishing Gear, whatever, PFG. Um, they have the big breathable flaps in the back. I'm actually wearing the motherfucker right now. Um, the, my only two gripes on this is that it's not the button, uh, you know, the clip buttons. They're the actual, you know, old fashioned buttons that you gotta stick the buttons through a fucking hole. And whoever designed these pockets are fucking idiots. Um, you know, it's got a zipper chest pocket and a flap chest pocket that's covered by a clip button. Um, the zipper chest pocket, it only opens from the side. It doesn't open from the top. It's got like a little pin holder on that chest pocket. Um, but the, you know, it's on the left side and the majority of fucking people are right-handed. I'm sorry for all you fucking Southpaws out there, but the majority of fucking people are right-handed. So you would think the fucking, um, you know, pocket, the chest pocket that has only as, you know, opens from the side, uh, would be on the left on the left breast pocket, but no, it's on the right. So I actually have to use my left hand to reach in and grab shit from that zipper. And it, I mean, it's not a fucking big complaint. Otherwise it's a great t-shirt. I like it. Uh, they come in federal tan, black and uh, fucking like an OD green. Um, and they go from small all the way to three X. So there's plenty of sizes out there. Uh, but man, I just wish whoever fucking would design this would have put that fucking zipper pocket uh, on the left chest instead of the right. So that way when I reach into the side, I can just use my right hand to reach in there instead of use my left hand. Um, and I've had, uh, Blackhawk t-shirts. I like those a lot, but Blackhawk uh, fucking discontinued theirs. Uh, those were made of cotton and not the dry fit material, so it wouldn't have been as comfortable uh, in the heat, but uh, you know, they had fucking chest pockets that had flaps that you can go in from the top, and they had zipper on the sides that you can go in on both sides. I like those shirts a lot. I only wish it was in the dry fit material, and it had that large breathable pocket on the back, like these Under Armour shirts. So that's going to be the end of the Gun Gear News and Reviews. Let's go ahead and start getting into our culture segment. I ain't trying to scare you and it ain't fake news There's a really good chance that we're all pretty screwed Cause communist China kicked us right in the teeth We're the virus from hell and no word for six weeks We're on lockdown, baby, and we're trying to get out I'm going bad crazy cause I can't leave the house I got a fridge full of beer, my baby's drinking that wine Been washing my hands about 24 times 
All right, in the culture segment, of course, we're going to be talking about the fucking movie Outbreak. Just because why the fuck not? This coronavirus special episode that we have going on and all the crazy shit that's going on. Uh, you know, Outbreak is on Netflix right now. So if you're in quarantine, fucking, you know, Netflix and chill it up, baby, because it is on Netflix. And of course, we're going to be talking about this movie because why the fuck not? It is a great movie to be talking about during these crazy ass motherfucking times that we have. So going into Outbreak, some of the guns that they have in there, of course, it is mainly going to be Army issues issued guns because it is mainly going to be dealing with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Morgan Freeman uh, who are in the military. They're in USAMRID, uh, assigned to USAMRID, and they are going to be studying the outbreak uh, disease that they have going on. So of course we have the Beretta 92s, we have the Colt M1911s, we have the Colt uh, MK, uh, uh, MK5 series 70, and then of course you have a Glock 17. Uh, Glock 17 is going to be held by the security guard in the warehouse where the monkey originally was. Uh, where the monkey came from. Um, and you can obviously really fucking tell. And it's co- crazy watching old fucking military kind of movies like this because they're all wearing BDUs. Uh, fucking Pat Dye, uh, you know, who when he arrests Donald Sutherland, uh, he's carrying an old uh, 1911 in the uh, movie. Uh, pretty fucking, you know, it's just cool to kind of see the old military shit. And then, of course, when you're looking at rifles, uh, you have a lot of M16A1s. Uh, you have a lot of uh, MGC M16 replicas. Uh, you have a lot of fucking Colt. Uh, XM's 1772s or, uh, you know, the precursors to the modern day M4s. Uh, you have Colt models 73, uh, 733s. Uh, you have the Colt model 653s. Uh, you also actually have a British L1A1, uh, almost like an FAL type uh, firearm that the uh, fucking African army uses uh, in the very first part of the movie. You actually do have the FN FAL in there. Uh, you also have an old M2 carbine. Uh, and then, of course, you also have a Remington. 7600 and this is something that the rednecks that try to blow through the quarantine zone uh, in the movie they're shooting at the helicopter with you have an old Ithaca 37 that some of the police use when they're quarantining people something else that's cool is that you see, uh, see an old M1A1 Thompson uh, submachine gun in there again this is used by the uh, African army in the very first part of the movie you have an old Sten MK2 uh, and you also have some machine guns in there you have an old fucking M60 uh, you have an M60E3 uh, uh, and you also have an old Browning M19 Ace uh, M1919 A6 that the uh, fucking you know African Army uses in the first part of the movie. And then of course you have the Browning M2s uh, mounted on the Humvees when they're doing the uh, fucking um, quarantines, and also mounted to the old Huey helicopters. Uh, and then of course you have some M203s mounted to some of the M16s. And then just for fucking kicks and googles, they added the uh, new Dart models 179B CO2 pistol that Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character uses to uh, tranquilize the monkey. And of course, all of these uh, references and the sources come through imfdb.org. If you have a movie or a book or a game that you want us to talk about, the weapons that are used in there, talking about the gun culture in uh, mainstream and what everybody sees, reach out to us and we will have it in the episode. And with that, let's go ahead and start wrapping this shit up. Again, guys, I want to greatly appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of the 2A Lifestyle Coronas, Coronavirus uh, edition that we're talking about here. So, with that, y'all fucking stay safe. Don't go fucking crazy. Uh, just continue to prep and be prepared for any of this crazy shit that's going to go on in our world, whether it be pandemic, uh, fucking terrorist attack, fucking, you know, war, whatever the fuck it may be. Just fucking be prepared. Uh, but also be sensible. Uh, be f- Don't be dicks. Be fucking kind human beings uh, and try not to fucking spread this shit if you got it quarantine yourself all that kind of stuff if you feel sick uh, quarantine yourself and get tested uh, all throughout the fucking country they have like drive through clinics that can get you tested uh, you just gotta make appointments and all that kind of shit and with that let's go ahead and wherever you're listening to this web, uh, podcast go ahead and hit that subscribe button and also if you can leave us a review that is the best way for people to find us uh, and when they're looking for gun related uh, content and podcasts uh, we also have in, you know Instagram Facebook Facebook is the number 2A lifestyle uh, Instagram 2 
Two is spelled out T W O A Lifestyle. Uh, we got a TikTok. We got YouTube uh, now, uh, all under Two A Lifestyle, and we have a Patreon account. And next, hopefully, next episode for our one year anniversary edition, we are going to be having a starting a fucking live video podcasting. Uh, it took us our sweet ass time, but with that money you give us through Patreon, uh, you know that's what we use to buy all the equipment for our live video podcasting uh, and for the you know fucking videos that we're going to be making in regards to uh, shit that we're going to release on YouTube, shit that we're going to release on TikTok, and also the rest of our social media. So any help that you can give us, I greatly appreciate. Uh, all of that money is being put straight into this podcast, straight into uh, the 2A Lifestyle brand. It is being made you know to make this podcast and this brand you know more widely recognized in the gun community and just fucking create shit that y'all will enjoy, that I think that y'all will enjoy. So if you can, go ahead and you know donate to us uh, on Patreon, subscribe, all that good shit. And until then, I will see y'all, not necessarily in two weeks because I'm a little late on fucking releasing this, but I will see y'all next weekend and I hope that you continue to enjoy that 2A lifestyle. I don't know what to think about this virus Started in China, now everybody in America's hiding There's no groceries, cause people start to panic and buy it The shelves are empty, the ones with plenty already stockpiling Y'all making memes, think it's funny? Wait a week till the riots, wait a month till the only way to eat is be violent It's not the sickness, it's scary, it's all the people who whiling The government lying, they trying to keep us calm through the sirens You know it's for real, and all the pharmaceutical giants Don't have a cure that they can sell you, so now everyone's dying There's no vaccines or medication made that can